What's up, my friends? You are listening to Connect You Waterloo, podcast dedicated to conversations with the most passionate people in the U Waterloo community. I'm Molly Liu, your campus connector. Through sharing, we can make our ideas go further. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Connect. Today we have VSA's、uh, Kevin and Linda to join us.、Um, so yeah, hey,、um, do you want to introduce yourselves, please? Yeah, you can go first, buddy. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's my partner, Linda. She might be a little shy, so I'll introduce us. My name's Kevin. I'm the VP Admin of VSA currently, and that's Linda. Soon to be, you, you, you let them know. You let them know what's up. <laughs> okay. Okay. So my name is, and I'm currently one of the event directors. Moving on to year. Hmm. Okay. Which year and what major are you guys、uh, in right now? Do you want to go first or what?、Well, for me. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'll go first. So I'm currently moving. It's kind of complicated, but I'm in my last year, going into my last year next year, and I'm in honors side with a minor in psychology. Cool. Hey, not bad, buddy. Sounds very similar to myself, where I am also honors side for for B, going into for B. It kind of caps out. Gonna be majoring in biology, and、uh, yeah.、Mm. Okay. How are you? How are you guys doing in quarantine? What are you? Yeah, doing what do you guys do to pass time to stay not bored? <laughs> Usually during the day, well, I sleep in like hella, which、um, is very different for me. I never used to wake up past twelve. I feel like half my day is gone if I did. Now I do, but、uh, I like to stay in touch with my friends and family by. Having movie night on Discord. Dot gg, or、um, just playing some game. You know how it is. Nothing too special. What about you, Linda? So, like Kevin, I end up I actually end up staying up late and waking up late. But I usually try to get up around eleven, twelve. And when I do, I just start. Baking and cooking, so like just testing out new recipes and when you cook or bake sweets and donuts or like meals or like trying out new recipes, it usually takes up like the whole day. And then yeah, then watch other shows. <laughs> How do they turn out? It actually turned out like really good. Like I, once I started like getting the hang, like I made sesame balls and like this Korean donut. Quebecy, not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, and other stuff. And actually, once it turned out nice, I just started making more quantities of it, and then just like having, you know, deliver it to my cousin nearby or eating it all with my family. So that's great. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> mhm. Okay, okay, let's go back a little bit to VSA. Um. You guys are actually the co-presidents for next term, right? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> like, <laughs> so when did you guys join VSA? The f- first join VSA. 
Kevin, you remember? Do you guys still remember? <laughs> yeah, I remember. I joined in my 1A, so I've been part of BSA like throughout all of my university career, except for like, I think it was second year. You know, some unforeable scene events happened where my friends went on <laughs> the exact team, whatever reasons, I don't know. Then I don't want to join the club. And uh, about back next year, and here I am. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh-huh. What about you, Linda? So, for me, um, when I first got into Waterloo, the first year I actually applied to join, and I was almost at the interview, but then uh, for some for some things that came up, I didn't apply at the time, so I just was a general, like, I was just a member that came out to BSA to join your events, until I think it was the, the fall term 2018, I actually applied to be a, like an exec, and that was when I joined. And since then, I've been just on the team every single term. Mm. Oh, you guys, man! Like when I was an exec, it was not one A. I applied, I make the cut, but you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Since all of you, like all two of you, are execs, could you elaborate a bit more on say what do you do? as execs and then how you balance time between your tasks as well as uh, your life out of VSA. Yeah, so I think being exec is different throughout the years, especially this last year, we kind of reinvented VSA as a whole. We took all of the spring term to reorganize and then compact our team a little since we had a lot of people in the past and roles weren't very clear and defined. Now we have specific people doing specific things which I think is better and uh, yeah we usually have weekly meetings with everyone just to keep everyone updated on what's coming up next and as well as bounds I mean school's first you know if you're busy it's cool it's cool with me I don't know about the others you know and then um, yeah what do you guys say Linda Pretty much the same ones, right? Yeah, well, basically, like everything like Kevin said, um, we use the spring term to kind of organize and plan all our events so that when fall hit, we actually had the more planned out clearly and more time and more um, organized. Um, especially balancing it with school life. If um, when it came to events, then you were the person who designed the events and was in charge of the event. We just kind of had to choose days that we would be there would be available but if worse came to worse like something had come up we had other execs like we had another team that helped us or backed us up who also generally knew kind of what was going on so it wasn't really hard or it wasn't really stressful but it was really fun with everyone nice so what are the events that you guys plan throughout the year let's say 2019 2019 fall and then the winter term of 2020 So for fall term 2019, usually we have our BOT, so that's our beginning of term event, and usually that's one of our biggest events, because that's the first event that kind of introduces BSA and kind of um, lets other general members know what kind of following in the future events we have, so that was one of our biggest events. And then events to follow after that, I remember that I planned was, um, we did a running mini event, it was kind of like a spin-off of this Korean show called Running Man. 
So that was our kind of our first time doing it. Um, it was pretty fun and we had a good turnout as well. And then other events that we had was our BOT of winter term as well. That was really big, especially around the time of the Lunar New Year. So that was usually one of our second big events as well. And then we have like um, other minor, we had other events going on as well that other decks had planned. So we had um, a karaoke kind of night, karaoke, it was around Valentine's Day. And we also were planning a really big event this year to end it off. And it was actually a gala in collaboration with Laurier's uh, cast club. But due to the unfortunate situation, it had to be canceled. But that's fine. Like, we can always bring it back. So. Okay. Kevin, do you want to add? Yeah. No. You didn't like the fact that that was good yeah the gala was supposed to be so fun and then it was canceled <laughs> two days before right two days before it happened it was, ha- yep. it was supposed like to happen days. oh <laughs> okay so um as a club what are the goals that you guys want to achieve so is it like promoting the via culture or bring more diversity in the group let people from different backgrounds learn about the VA culture. <laughs> Yo, my house is kind of loud right now. I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Linda, take it away, I guess. <laughs> okay, so um, goals for the future of VSA. Basically, everything that you said, we want to bring more culture into our events kind of make like when other people who come to an event what VSA is about what the culture is like it is really beautiful um like other cultures we also want to bring more diversity into the club clapping possibly clapping with other clubs um mine in the future so we just want to make events a place where anybody can come whether they're Vietnamese or not just one whether they want to like they enjoy the culture they want to learn more about the culture or two to meet more people as well as again seeing what VSA is really like and what we look at that so Kevin you yeah so as president one of my like personal goals for the club is for it to be like an inclusive space that people can feel welcome to go to so one of the new things we might be trying this upcoming term is having a weekly like study session so it'll be very easy to organize on our half but then people will always have a place to go every week. So it'll be easy to fit into the schedule. And I think it'll be a good idea. Okay, that's really cool. Um, so as future presidents, do you have any visions for the future? Like what do you want to improve or what do you want to get out of in the next few terms? All right, out of the next few terms, I'm going to get out of BSA, pass on my presidency to someone else. You know how it is. Uh, on the shorter term, I don't know. I just want the club to be an outlet for people to go. Not everyone has like a big social group or whatever, but if they can come to BSA and have fun, then I think we've done our job. Okay. Linda, do you have anything to add on or whatever Kevin said was basically just 
um, basically just adding on to what was saying, making it more inclusive and having that space. I think next year um, we'll try to go for that and make it more so that everyone is like like she says has a place to go to. And yeah, it's just having more awesome events so that people can come out to bringing back our gala. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, for sure. Why are you planning on bringing, like, having the gala? Like, when? When do you want to have it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, but possibly one either at the end of fall term or two at the end of winter term. Okay. Guys, remember to check out the gala. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. Mm-hmm. Follow the Insta page. Okay. Let's talk about, say, what do you think that makes VSA unique? <laughs> Get creative. Yeah, it's a really broad question. Um, for me, I think what makes VSA unique are, are the people behind VSA, the execs, the co-presidents, the people who bring you the events, the people who are literally behind the scenes. So I think whoever um, like usually runs it or the phases of VSA because it actually shows like what kind of events they bring you and what kind of terms you'll be looking forward to so if like that's me going in the perspective of what VSA is Kevin yeah what was the question we got interrupted um it's what makes VSA unique say from other clubs okay that's what Linda just told you guys I don't need to steal her thunder say the same thing twice <laughs> okay <Yeah>. sure <laughs> Do you guys have any best moments in VSA? The time when you just can't forget? Um, so VSA, apart from just like, I guess, our own events, we work with USA to be part of Culture Caravan. And we are also part of this Ontario-wide, right? Thing called Ignite, which is a competition between all the other VSA clubs so like McMaster, UFT, etc, etc. And um, with Culture Caravan, you practice with everyone for like a few months in advance, meeting up like every week. So you would hang out after practice and everything. It was really fun. And then you go on stage and you're like, oh my gosh, can I do this? And then everyone cheers you on. All your hard work pays off. It always feels good. I'm sure I, can, I feel the same way. I haven't been on team personally, but that is what I hear. Yeah, Ignite was really fun because I personally was a part of Ignite. I was a creative director. And then like everyone was really nice. It, it felt really inclusive, although personally I'm not Vietnamese. Um, yeah. So do you want to, Kevin, do you want to talk more about other events? outside of campus of VSA per se, like Eastern Ontario, uh, Vietnamese Student Association, like any other events that includes all kinds of VSAs from all over the world. 
I don't even know I like any other, so no comment. Okay. Hey. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's a strong pride for like UWB essay.、Um, well, fun fact: I didn't really know that theirs would be like it would be something like an association that you know McMaster had theirs, and then Toronto maybe had theirs, and then do you guys like communicate with each other in terms of like organizing events and、um, yeah? Do you guys communicate with one another between VSAs? Yeah, so there's this other thing called UBSA, where it's all the、um, BSAs of Ontario work towards this other thing called Summit. It's I don't know what Summit is like a conference kind of thing that happens sometime in the summer. So execs of each BSA will apply to the execs for UBSA, and they just work together. But I'm not part of that team. Okay. Okay.、Um, so, fun facts about VSA that others don't know. Do you guys want to share anything about that? Do you guys hear a vacuum in my background? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is there any? I know that you guys have like gift cards that other clubs might not have, right? Do you guys still use like still like produce that? Yeah, we have. Yes, we actually have those membership cards that give you discounts to certain、uh, specific places, like ten percent off at Sweet Dreams, or we also have a、uh, sponsorship, a partnership with Bow as well. So the gift card, the sorry, <laughs> the membership cards are actually for five dollars, and sometimes we give them away at events as prizes, and we actually made the our. Current president, he he actually、um, brought it over. Like they made the design this year, and it was a newer design, so we're still using those. Nice. Okay. I think another so, thing unique about RBSA is that we have awesome merchandise. If you haven't noticed, me, Wendy, and、uh, Kevin are wearing them. So that's actually, I think, pretty unique about us. Yeah, so our lobby they can see, they would see like you know, the <laughs> the cool design. Yeah, let's say it's very fashion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like、uh, going a little bit away from VSA,、um, just talking about like the Vietnamese culture for you two.、Um, What what does it mean to you? How like have you grown up in an environment immersed in the Vietnamese culture? Were you born here or were you born in Vietnam? Do you mind sharing a little bit of your personal experience with us? I personally was born here in Kitchener, in Canada. But growing up, my parents and my family we would always try to they would always. Show us like the Vietnamese culture. We'd always speak in Vietnamese, and I actually attended this thing just like Kevin called Vietnamese school. It was a school every Saturday morning that your parents would drop you off for a couple hours, and you would have teachers. You would be in class with other Vietnamese、uh, students like yourself or anyone who was wanting to learn Vietnamese.、Um, it wasn't really like exclusive, so we had other people of other 
um, it was pretty diverse as well for anyone who wanted to learn Bidangese. And then growing up, we just it's just learning the culture and like where your parents came from, like as you grow up. And then, yeah, Kevin. Yeah, so exactly what Linda said, but for me, I also go to Vietnamese church, and I think Linda goes to the temple. So usually around like New Year's time, then I also get to participate in the lion dance. So that's kind of cool. That's another thing about our culture that we do. And uh, yeah, I was also just born here, but we were like grew up raised speaking Vietnamese. So I'm pretty okay at that. Yeah. Nice. I have a friend who's Vietnamese. He said he can only speak informal Vietnamese, like you know, to your parents only, but you you can't really speak that to other elders. Is that is is there like a thing about <laughs> informal and formal, like the languages? Yeah, mm, and then like I how you know. phrase it. I don't think there's actually formal, informal, like my vocabulary isn't like that great, I guess, then, but I speak the same way to like everyone, I guess. Okay. So is, should there be a difference between talking to your peers and talking to your elders? I mean, there well, will be a like, little similar in like English. You wouldn't you swear a word. Oh my God. Right? Okay. I, <laughs> I don't know. I guess okay. in Vietnamese culture, we also have like the honorifics. So yeah. you wouldn't call your parents like you, which translates mm. to like my. You're like, that's not, that's not good. I don't know. <laughs> we also growing up the, like, the honorifics that you would call family or people that your parents know or your cousins were also really difficult because there were specific. Uh, words that you would call like someone who's younger than your dad but someone who's older than your dad or someone who's younger than your mom but you kind of have to you kind of have to be based on what you think if they're older than your mom or dad so sometimes I call them older when my mom would like like you know nudge me and be like no she's younger you know and then sometimes it would backfire but you learn as you grow up so that was pretty cool oh yeah um I believe it works like that in Chinese as well right Molly but it's, I think it's there's, not... there's only yeah, like yeah. two categories for me. Like there's a there's the you direct addressing them, and then there is a different different character we use for you. But that's more it's more like French. It's like you say do and you say vous. It's too different for you. <laughs> yeah, and then like for oh for God. like your mom's older brother and your mom's younger brother, your dad's older brother and. Wait, is there no, no wait yeah. between no 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 never mind it's between dad and mom okay never mind never mind so like <laughs> if I'm trying to connect like the Chinese school with Vietnamese school like you mentioned before Linda like for my for my friends who are born here who were born here they also went to Chinese school which is basically like the Vietnamese school they go yeah, they on Saturday mornings and learn Chinese yeah. and they all hated it. Therefore, they they just all hated Chinese. I guess does does that happen to you and Kevin? Um, 
<laughs> I think the only downside to the Vietnamese school was that it was really early on a Saturday morning. So, you know, Friday coming out of school, you had the weekend and then hit Saturday. It's like another school that you have to wake up for. You got to get ready for, you come out. But for me personally, um, I actually had a lot of fun because I had other friends that I knew. Um, some best friends as well that I attended as well and it was pretty fun but it was also sometimes like nerve-wracking considering if I wasn't that knowledgeable or that good as you could say like in Vietnamese but overall like it was a good experience Kevin yeah, Kevin attended so, as well <laughs> yeah I mean sorry the vacuum went on I kind of lost my train of thought but yeah, I liked it too. I'm just Did trying to see if there's any downsides. Sorry. Yeah, we Did graduated. Yeah, we got like a high school credit, so you know. Oh, okay. Oh, um, really? But yeah, I was gonna say like one of the like the thing that sucked about like if you had a PD day on Friday and you're like, oh wow, cool, a long weekend. You don't because the next day you have VH school and it's like whatever, man. But uh, yeah, it was fun. Okay. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Okay, that's good. Oh. So I think that concludes our chat for today. Do you do you guys mind teaching me how to say thank you in Vietnamese? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so I don't know if you guys do this in like Chinese, but like if your friend asks you to teach them something, do you ever teach them something different? No, I don't do that kind of thing. Yeah, I was gonna do that. But like, that's messed up. Alright. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you're saying you go first. Me? What were you gonna say? Wait, I, I don't. I think that's Vietnamese. Is it? Gummen. That's not close. Oh, that's 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 Vietnamese. Okay. Okay, Molly, learn from me. Oh wait, wait. What did you say? (laughs) Okay, can you pronounce it the proper way? It's gummen. Gummen. Oh yeah. So like, I guess the fun fact about me, it's not like, not that I'm proud of it, but like in Viet school, when I had to read in front of the class or whatever. I don't like reading with accents. Like, there's so many accents in Viet, and it's so hard to tell which one is which, okay? You have two of them that make your voice go lower. You have one that makes your voice literally go, like, up and then down and back up. Or one sounds like a question mark, which pretty much is the same intonation. So I just kept this neutral tone. But, um, come on, it's how you say thank you. Come on? Yeah, like that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Now I remembered it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My okay. friend said I have like a northern accent. And then he said he... Yeah, anyways. Yeah. Come on, guys. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having uh, me. How do you say it? How do you Chinese? Oh, Chinese? Thank you. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the easy way. But... I mean, there's so many ways to say thank you. Just like that's, that's thanks, thank you. That's how I say that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys.
stay healthy, stay safe. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Later. Thank you.